Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome back to Sports Saturday here. News Talk 830-WCCO. I am not Steve Thompson. I am Chris Tubbs filling in for CBT, getting a much-deserved Saturday off. I mean, the guy works. I think he works pretty much all the time. But you, you see, you see, Steve Thompson. He's out there calling games. I, I mean, it's the guy's. He's got an amazing work ethic, and I love him. He's a good dude, and I'm more. Don't tell him I said this, but uh, I respect the hell out of him, and I'm glad to be in here, keeping the seat warm for a week. But uh, yeah, don't don't tell him I said anything nice about him because I don't want him to you know think poorly of me. All right, so I'm here with uh, Jonathan Lowe and Josh Wheeler, and. This is the part of the show, right? Like, it's an hour and a half to nothing but scores because things are coming in hot and heavy. It's one of the best days of the week, college football scores. So, uh, Josh, you want to hit the ones and twos? That's uh, that's lingo for hit the music. I believe that's a uh, little, little inside baseball there. Hey, let's go to some Northern Sun action. Minnesota Duluth up in Duluth. Shout out you, Mary, 46 to nothing. Big win for the Bulldogs. Minnesota State, Mankato, as you like to say, out of conference, J-Lo. Uh, the Mavericks over Western Oregon, 45-14. Quite the, uh, if, if you had any of the uh, Minnesota State Moorhead or Sioux Falls Cougars in your Northern Sun fantasy lineups, you got to be really happy because that was a 53-40 to win for the Dragons over the Cougars. Minot State, the Beavers over at Concordia St. Paul, the Golden Bears up in Minot. Why not Minot? 17 to 10. Bemidji State went on the road, knocked off Wayne State out in Nebraska, 33 to 23. I believe uh, this game was 48 uh, 28. Augustana on the road, beating Winona State. At first, I thought that game was in Sioux Falls, but I believe that game was in Winona. And the only game in the Northern Sun currently going on, uh, currently at. Uh, my old stomping ground, Southwest Minnesota State University. I didn't go there, but I grew up in the southwestern Minnesota. Went to several Golden Mustangs games as a kid. Golden Mustangs up on Northern State and the Wolves, 17 to 10. Minute and a half left to go in the first half. Let's, uh, let's get to some WIAC action. And we've got uh, four finals here. We've got to lacrosse over Platteville, 21-17. Stout put 51 on the board in a 51-14 route of Stevens Point. Whitewater and River Falls, great matchup here. Whitewater, 21-14 on the road getting a win. And it was uh, Oshkosh 
35 to 7 over Eau Claire. That was a 28 to nothing game at the end of the third quarter. So uh, we've got uh, we've got those scores, and I uh, believe I'm going to go ahead and look for some MIAC scores as well. You just heard from Don Stoner, the SID extraordinaire at Augsburg, and it was uh, he's calling from Edor Nelson Field, Bethel. The Royals, no problem with the Augies today, 38-7. to Bethel, they were like Hulkamania running wild today, brother. They ran for a ton of yardage all over Augsburg, 38-7. to No problem, the Johnnies over Carlton, 63-7, to up in Collegeville. The Johnnies with a big win. St. Olaf on the road, a 20-point win over St. Scholastica, 37-17. Up in the Red River Valley at Concordia, the Cabbers. Over the Hamlin Pipers, 58-14 to on Gustavus at Hollingsworth Field in St. Peter. Gustavus Adolphus, and uh, to quote you, uh, J-Lo, the fighting Adam Carters. Gustavus, 55-18 over McAllister. He's in Chicago on a fishing trip anyway. P-H-I-S-H, by the way. Fishing, because he's a big fish fan. So yeah, 55-18 Gustavus over McAllister. So uh, that's what I've got in... Uh, just like a good tag team, I'm holding on to the tag rope. Got to power up. Got to fire up. Fire up. Hot tag. There you go, J-Lo. You're in. Thank you very much. Uh, yes, uh, the, the tag is in. I'm up. I'm through the ropes. I'm ready with my, with my spear. You're the, fire, my... you're the baby face that's firing up now. You Fire with, up. That's right. Crowd's behind you. Get, get the backbreakers going in and all that stuff because, you know, it's just a wonderful, beautiful Saturday in the fall, y'all. College football here, there, and everywhere. And we start and get it rolling in the Big Ten. We just had a somewhat semi Instead update from College Park, Maryland. Maryland gets back on the board at the beginning of the fourth quarter. The Terps trying to get bowl eligible, get to 6-1 and one on the season. They trail Illinois 24-21, and the Illini trying to get the ball back down the field, get a two-score lead once again. It is late in the third quarter in Happy Valley, and it is, it's bedtime for the uh, Minutemen. It is over. It is number six Penn State leading UMass 49-0. We're on to basketball. Yeah. Uh, We're on to basketball. You met the, the Minutemen are going into that American Conference season, trying to get, or I'm sorry, the Atlantic 10 season, trying to get ready for some basketball, for some hoop, starting in probably about three or four weeks. We go down to Camp Randall. It is Wisconsin and Iowa for the Heartland Trophy, and right now it is the Hawkeyes leading the Badgers midway through the third quarter, 7-3, to a defensive struggle as Wisconsin has the ball over midfield on Iowa's 40. No, oh, man, that's an offensive output for Iowa. Yeah, I know. You don't have to tell me Are, about are they that. running up the score up 7-3 <laughs> the Hawkeyes running up the score with a touchdown Kirk Ferentz's offensive genius on display here <laughs> <laughs> finals from earlier today number, number two Michigan gets a 7-0 on the season Mark Fry's going to block me from now on he's never going to talk to me again as they beat Indiana 52-7 to roll another team in the Big Ten Rutgers gets to 5-2 and they take down Michigan State 27-24 to and Ohio State number 3 in the land they get to 6-0 and with a 41-7 route over Purdue to the top 25 scoreboard looks a little something like this we start in Seattle with the game of the day number 8 Oregon on the road at number 7 uh, Washington Oregon has had two chances to score points 
inside the 10-yard line. They went for it both times on fourth down, once at the end of the first half, incomplete pass, end of the half. The second time just a few minutes ago, in the third quarter, late in the third quarter, incomplete pass, turnover on downs, and the Huskies lead 29-18. If you get two field goals there, it is a five-point game with time to go. God, so we'll Bo, Bo Nix struggling too, man. Bo Nix was a – he had some buzz. He got steamed coming into the you know into the regular season. It's been a disappointing game for him. Only 167 yards. That's right. Only 79 of them – only 167 yards, excuse me, through the air. But, again, we'll see if those two turnover on downs come back to bite Oregon later on in the day. Other games, it is almost over in Salt Lake City. Two minutes to go. Number 16, Utah, trying to get the 5-1. and one. They lead Cal 31-14. to 14. Number 23, Kansas, is on the road in Stillwater, taking on Oklahoma State. It is tight early in the fourth quarter. 32-30, Jayhawks. Locked up in a tight one. Jayhawks looking to get to 6-1 and one and get bowl eligible on the season. Number 19, Tennessee at the end of the third quarter, just about to start the fourth. They have the ball in Texas A&M territory and lead the Aggies 14-13. to 13. Number 11 earlier today, number 11, Alabama. They go... Uh, they hold off Arkansas trying to get a road win for the Hogs, but the Crimson Tide come through 24-21 the final. Number four, Florida State all over Syracuse, 41-3. The Orange have lost three games in a row after starting the season 4-0. and It was number one, Georgia, getting their tw- – get, uh, running their win streak, excuse me, to 24 games in a row. They go on the road and beat Vanderbilt 37-20. to Coming up in just about 15 minutes, number 14, Louisville, trying to get to 7-0 and on the season. They're on the road in Pittsburgh to take on the Panthers. Number 19, Washington State at the top of the next hour. They'll be at home on the Palouse in Pullman, taking on Arizona, trying to get to 5-1 and on the year. Also at the top of this next hour, it'll be number 22, LSU, coming off a rousing win in Columbia last week over Mizzou. Fluke. Fluke. The fluke. Uh, They fluke. So so this is the weird thing. Last week, the LSU Tigers on the road to take on the Missouri Tigers. Yes. Tonight, the LSU Tigers at home taking on the Auburn Tigers. It's a tiger menagerie, as we like to say. A menagerie? Yes. We like to break. We like to break out the twenty-five cent words here. That's not even a word. Final. Yes. Use that. In, can you use that in a sentence? No, I can't. Okay. <laughs> That's why it's twenty-five cent word. <laughs> Coming up uh, in the middle of the next hour, 630, it'll be number 25, Miami, taking on number 12, North Carolina and Chapel Hill. Number 24, Kentucky, will take on those said Missouri Tigers. The winner of that game gets their sixth win. ZOU. Gets bowl, gets bowl eligible. Number 10, USC will be taking on their bitter rival, number 21, Notre Dame. Number 17, Duke, will be at home against NC State. Number 18, UCLA. Sneaky good game tonight. They'll be in Corvallis to take on number 15, Oregon State. Now we head to the Missouri Valley, where we did have one uh, surprising result today. Let's get to some of these. All the games are final except for one in the Valley, but the games involving local or regional teams, South Dakota, Gets a win over Youngstown State, 34-31. It was South Dakota State staying undefeated and number one in FCS. They went over Northern Iowa, 41-6. In the stunner of the day, North Dakota in Grand off. Forks, they go, they they take care of business at home over the Bison. Now, a win over the Bison, that's you know that that could be expected. North Dakota's gotten really good over the last couple of years. The way they did it today, yikes. 49-24, the final fight. Hawks now 4-2, and, and the Bison dropped to 4-3. and three. 
on the season. One of those losses to Boise State, so it's understood. But the other two, South Dakota a couple weeks ago, North Dakota this week. This is this is interesting and will make the race interesting if the Jackrabbits happen to stumble here or there uh, coming up in the Missouri Valley. One other score to get to, the conference win streak is snapped for the Tommies. They had won 13 Pioneer League games in a row. They lose today in Des Moines over, uh, to Drake, 52-21 to the final there. Hmm. Wow. You notice after... What was the North Dakota State Stop score? it. Stop it. Stop. Turn your mic off. You are not allowed to talk anymore. Simon says turn off your mic. This is, this is what we like to call unfriendly fire here in the studio. Bad Usually Josh. it's friendly fire, but it's kind of unfriendly at Man, this point. Man, I, I, I get bitter about my Bison losing. They've only won like, you know... 15 national championships, you know. It's, this is uncommon. <laughs> this is uncommon in, in Fargo land. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're, I mean, we're, we're okay, people, just not when the Bison lose. You know, we're com- we, we, you know, our day is completely dependent on how the football team plays, which is really kind of ridiculous when you think about it, like how our mood is determined by sports. Like if our, if our teams win, we're really happy. If our teams lose, we're really bummed. But – at the end of the day, like, does it really affect your life with everything that's going on? Like, you know, Israel and Ukraine and like you see everybody that's got these issues and you're like, I'm mad that my football team lost. It's like it's just it's nothing, you know, it's nothing at all. So now I got a question for you, Jayla, when we get back, because somebody said something to me on the text line. I did not know this. And it is today I learned. And I want to ask you and I want to find out if they're correct. You you willing to answer that question for me? It's not bad. I'll, I'll take my best shot. Oh, uh, you you will. You'll do good. And uh, I'm going to ask J-Lo a very important question here. I'll ask him next. Sports Saturday. Chris Tubbs in for Steve Thompson along with Josh Wheeler and Jonathan Lowe here at Newstalk 830 WCCL. Josh, turn it up. I need more cowbell. If that's not the best Saturday Night Live skit, well, no, I take that back. I love uh, Peyton Manning's United Way. I love that, but... Where would you rank the guys? Where where would you rank the uh, Will Ferrell, Christopher Walken, more cowbell skit in terms of SNL lore? I oh mean, there've been gosh. some there've been some good ones, but this one kind of created. I mean, it had its own T-shirt line. I I I I got to think it's at worst top ten, probably top five. Okay, that's I was listening to something the other day, and and this is uh, I think tonight is the opening of the 49th season. Oh no, forty forty eighth season, I think, of Saturday Night Live. They're closing in on fifty years. That's a lot of skits. It's that's inc- a lot of time, and, and it seems like it runs hot and cold, right? It's like you have these stretches where it's really good, and times where it's just unwatchable, like total garbage. You know. I mean, it's, it's, it's okay to say it. Like, you, you can't be perfect for 50 years. No, 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 no. Yeah. Don't bring up 1980. It's that, that, that year I, I don't think ever existed in Saturday Night Live lore. Oh, yes, yes. You know, I've got, the, uh, I've got that book, um, uh, the, the, uh, the documentary, Live from New York at Saturday Night, which is just like a whole, like, detailed compilation of Saturday Night Live, and it's, it's so, so good. Okay, so I got a, a question and, here. And, and by ahead. the way, before yeah. before I say that, with yeah. the 1980 cast, uh, R.I.P. to Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, man, yeah. He did so many things. Like, that voice is just so identifiable. You know, he's got one of those, you, you'll never forget, you know, whether it was 
like his voiceover. I mean, I, you know, people remember the the Aflac duck, but I remember him as uh, he was Iago. The, the was Iago, for Iago yeah, from always, Aladdin. He's yeah. gonna be Iago for me. Yeah, yep. Iago. Yep. Yeah. Yep. If if you've never and and you might you've probably done this, but if you've never looked up the "You Fool" montage from Hollywood Squares back in the late nineties, <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried being being the square. Look up Gilbert Gottfried, you fool. It is five minutes of absolute hilarity. Yeah, he was, he is so good. Like, they had so many of those. I mean, yeah, we could get into that for a, for a long, long time. Anyway. So I, I got this uh, comment on the Cities One Plumbing Talking text line. And we were talking about the weather. And, you know, you were kind of going, you know, you said you're a weather geek. I had no idea. Tell me if that's true. You have a degree in meteorology. I do. I had no idea. Yes. I've known you for four years. Four pl- no, longer than four years. Longer than that. Because yeah. I've known a lot of people here since before I even started. And I got here in summer 19. But I've known people here you know, well before I was here. So how – I mean, where would you get your degree from? Like uh, Iowa State. Just oh, down okay. just down I-35. Okay. In wonderful, beautiful Ames. Okay. So can you tell me? What is the difference between partly cloudy and partly sunny? <laughs> it's just, to be honest, it's it's just a feeling type of thing. It's it's there are levels, I believe, where you talk about the different level of cloud cover, the different percentage of cloud cover mm-hmm. that's covering up the sky. Okay. So partly cloudy, you'll probably say that's thirty percent cloudy. Okay. Where partly sunny, you might say that's more sixty percent cloudy. Okay. So it's supposed to go, if, if I remember correctly, it's clear or sunny or whatever, clear or sunny, then it's mostly sunny, partly cloudy, partly sunny, mostly cloudy, overcast, and then Armageddon, the end of the world. <laughs> Armageddon, the end of the uh, I figure you would just go from sunny to partly sunny to partly cloudy to, to Armageddon. No, no. But there's get- so many, I didn't realize there were so many different levels in like, Partly you're mostly cloudy because to me, I mean, I never look up at the sky and I'm like, is that 35% clouds or is that 50% clouds? Like I just look and I'm like, it kind of look like clouds. That is why we, and I use the the royal we Mm because I still, you know, I have the degree. I've used it. I, I am a meteorologist by heart. We, as a collective, are nuts. We're, we're, we're. We're You're a little weird. Goofy. You're goofy. We're, we're weird. We're quirky. Some people might say quirky. Eccentric. I'll say weird. We're weird. Okay. Just as a whole. Weird is good. Weird is good. I mean, you know, people, it's like, it's kind of an honor to be weird, right? It's like an honor to be a nerd. Like, we're all a nerd. Nowadays, nowadays it has turned. It's yeah. kind of turned on its head. And yes, there is a chicness to being nerdy or mm-hmm. geeky or dorky. Um, but there are levels to it. There are levels. Uh, you can you have kind of your 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 comic book level, your fantasy hero or LARPing or role action mm-hmm. playing level. Uh, I you have your you have your just your numbers geeks and all that stuff. I I, I tend to just float into different categories. Okay. So I, I, let me ask you guys on a scale of one to ten, uh, J Lo and then Josh. How much would you consider yourself just overall a geek from a, a scale of 1 to 10? From 1 to 10? From 1 to 10. 
90. 85. No, 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 no. No, I'm not talking 90%. I'm talking 1 to 10, 90. No, like, no I got gotcha. you. I read you. I read you. So, <laughs> so you guys are like way on the geek meter. Yes. Okay. Especially about radio. I, I, I'm not saying this because I'm on the air, but I am definitely 100% like that's all my brain thinks yeah. about now. So I'm just a radio geek. Oh, dude, you're masochistic that way. <laughs> like you are a masochist if this is all you think about 24 hours a day. It unfortunately is a lot of what I think about. Why? Radio, radio, because I worked a long time to get here and now it's like etched in my brain that uh, it's pretty much my life. Okay. So Not a bad life. I mean, yeah, no. I mean, Not a bad life. AM radio, baby. That's right. That's where it's at. Well, I'm I'm proud to know that you guys both consider yourself Uber geeks, because I tell my or Lyft do- geeks, or what? Or Lyft geeks. Lyft geeks. You said Uber geek. I had to. Give oh, some okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, see, see, I- that's that's what an 85 does on the geek scale. That kind of joke. That's an 85 on the geek scale. Here, I thought I was really good with the puns. I I. I Found out the other day that Jason Derush is not a big fan of puns. So now I know why I'm probably not going to work on his show for a while because I, I'll throw out random puns like with Lake and he'll just roll his eyes at me. Like, dude, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Then I'm like, yeah. good, let's let's up the absurdity meter. If I, can, right. if I can get Lake to roll his eyes, then I'm like, okay, I'm on to something. You know, my goal is to make him crack at least once a show. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it, it doesn't. But that was that was a good pun, Josh. That was That was really good. I appreciate it. Yeah, I try. Nothing, nothing off of that. No. Okay. No, no, I, no, no punny business. Uh, all right. With that said, we do have some uh, scores to get to. I can't. I can't even make that transition. It's Josh, J Lo, Chris, in for Steve Thompson, and we're going to take a break. We'll come back. Let's get to some more scores. We'll get some more updates. Uh, there's some fun Pac-12 football going on, and. Well, bef- now you know what we'll save it to to the scoreboard because something else we were talking about during the break. But take a break. We'll come back. We'll get to the weather, and then we'll get to some more updated college football scores. It's uh, Sports Saturday. Chris Tubbs in for Steve Thompson, along with Josh, along with J Lo here on News Talk A three O W C C O. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the twelve precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers. Overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Give you a lot of scores here later on in the afternoon. And let's go ahead and get right into it. Let's kick it off with the MIAC. And uh, we got a report earlier from Don Stoner from Edor Nelson Field. Bethel over Augsburg, 38-7. to St. Olaf on the road in Duluth. At Walt Huntington uh, Hunting Stadium, defeated St. Alaska 37-17. to Concordia, no problem with Hamlin up in the Red River Valley. Gustavus, the fighting Adam Carters over McAllister, 55-18. to And it was in Collegeville at Clement Stadium. The St. John's and Johnnies over the Carlton Knights, 63-7. to And with an update on that St. John's-Carlton matchup, send it over to Ryan Klinkler. Eighth-ranked St. John's recorded 35 first downs, 27 through the air, and outgained Carleton 587-146 in a 63-7 homecoming win today in Collegeville. Quarterback Aaron Severson, a senior from Minnetonka, finished 31-42 of passing for 448 yards and six touchdowns in only three quarters of play. Wide receiver Dylan Wheeler, a sophomore from Moundsview, caught 14 of Severson's passes for 205 yards and three touchdowns. All three stats were career highs. Carleton quarterback Jack Curtis entered the game leading NCAA Division III in completions per game and was fifth in total offense and sixth in passing yards. SGU's defense held him to 16 of 27 passing for 104 yards and intercepted him twice. The Knights finished 2 of for 16 on third down. The Johnnies travel to face Gustavus Adolphus next Saturday in St. Peter, while the Knights return home to host St. Scholastica. All right, thank you very much, Ryan, with that uh, Ryan Klinkler with the St. John's-Carlton matchup. Let's get to some Northern Sun action up in Duluth. It was Duluth, no problem with you, Mary, 46 donut. on uh, Minnesota State Mankato, the Mavericks over Western Oregon, 45-14. Fantasy goodness abounds. If you have the USF Cougars or the MSU Moorhead Dragons in your Northern Sun fantasy lineups, you're looking pretty good. 53-40, to 40, the Dragons over the Cougars. Minot State, the Beavers at home over Concordia out of St. Paul and the Golden Bears, 17-10. to 10. Bemidji State on the road, knocked off Wayne State, 33-23. to 23. The Augustana Vikings go on the road and defeat the Winona State Warriors, 48-28. to 28. And uh, they are just underway in the second half. Southwest Minnesota State and Northern State, the Golden Mustangs and the Wolves currently tied at 17. Again, they are just underway in the third quarter in Marshall. Let's get to some uh, WIAC football. And uh, the games that we've got, all of them have gone final. Got it. There we go right there. Uh, Lacrosse over Platteville, 21-17. to Stout, no problem with Stevens Point, 51-14. to Good matchup between Whitewater and River Falls. Whitewater going on the road into knocking off River Falls, 21-14. to And uh, Oshkosh scored 28 in the first three quarters, they had a 28 to nothing lead at home. The end of three, they knocked off Eau Claire 35 to seven. So we got that. And uh, now let's send it over to Jonathan Lowe. And uh, JLo is going to take us through the uh, top 25, some Pac 12, Big 10, ACC, SEC, and of course, some FCS. Thank you very much, Chris. And it is. Uh... It's it's an honor to be on with you today. You know, it's it's good to to shake things up a little bit, have a have some new blood in the chair. So, uh, welcome to the chair on a Saturday afternoon. It's uh it's nice to have you today. Number one, first time, long time. There you go. 
And now we go to the other thing. There you go. Jonathan Lowe, do your thing with the, your with your cadence everything. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate that because, you know, it's it's just a lovely, lovely fall day, a lovely day in the autumn to, to go out and toss the pigskin around in the front yard with dad or your brothers or whomever and just uh, sit back and listen and watch some of the wonderful Saturday in the fall antics, y'all. Got to love that. That's right. College I love that. That makes, that makes me pop. That popped me. College football is here, there, and everywhere. We get it rolling in the Big Ten, and we start in College Park where it's getting late, and we got a situation brewing. Maryland trying to get to 6-1 and one on the season. They just received a punt from Illinois. They'll have it just on their side of midfield, having to go about 25 or 30 yards for a tying attempt, possibly about 60 yards for a winning attempt. It's 419 to go. Maryland down to Illinois, 24-21. Again, Maryland trying to get bowl eligible on the season. It's about midway through the fourth quarter in Happy Valley. Number six, Penn State all over UMass, 63 to nothing. They have started the fourth quarter at Camp Randall. It is Iowa now with a 10-6 lead. They just got a field goal, 48-yard attempt. That is good. And so the Hawkeyes lead the Badgers 10-6. If Iowa wins, they get to 6-1. and one. They get bowl eligible. Now finals from earlier today. Number two, Michigan. They get to 7-0 and after the Defeating Indiana 52-7. Rutgers wins at home and gets to 5-2. They beat Michigan State 27-24. Number three, Ohio State stays undefeated at 6-0 after drubbing Purdue 41-7. Now to the top 25 scoreboard. It is a final uh, in Salt Lake City. We'll get to that in a little bit. Another game coming down to the wire in the Big 12. Two and a half minutes to play. Number 23, Kansas, has the ball down four at Oklahoma State. 36-32 the score. Kansas second and 10 on their own 25. They have to go the length of the field and get in the end zone to get a winning score. It is early in the fourth quarter in Seattle, and Washington has just uh, gotten into the red zone. Oregon's defense showed up. And the Ducks have scored the last 14 points in a row. They now lead over the Huskies 33-29. The number 8 Oregon Ducks trying to get to 6-0. The number 7 Washington Huskies trying to get to 6-0. But again, if Oregon leaves those six points on the field from from left-off field goal attempts earlier, we'll, we'll – Continue to monitor that. That still could come into play at the end of the game. Number 19, 20, uh, Tennessee, they have just scored. Yes, it is an instant update. They get a field goal to go on top of Texas A&M with 3.52 to play, 17-13 on Rocky Top. The Aggies will have a chance to drive down the field and get the winning score. It is number 14, Louisville, just underway against Pitt. In Pittsburgh, earlier today, number 11, Alabama, they defeat Arkansas 24-21. to It was number four, Florida State, all over Syracuse 41-3. to Number one, Georgia, wins yet again. They stay undefeated 7-0 on the season, 37-20 at Vanderbilt. Number 16, Utah in Salt Lake City, they do get that win over Cal 34-14. Coming up later tonight, at the top of the hour, on the Palouse in Pullman, Washington, it's the Cougars of Washington State, number 19 in the land. They will host Arizona. Also at the top of the hour, number 22 LSU will be at home taking on another Tiger team, the Tigers from the Plains of Auburn. Coming up in just under an hour, it'll be number 25 Miami trying to redeem themselves from the debacle that was last week's end of the game. They'll try to win at number 12 North Carolina, also in under an hour. The winner of this gets bowl eligible, number 24 Kentucky hosting Missouri. Also in under just, uh, just under an hour, number 10 USC. 
They'll be on the road in South Bend taking on number 21, Notre Dame. Coming up at 7 o'clock tonight, number 17, Duke, will be at home taking on NC State. And also at 7 o'clock, a kickoff out west, number 18, UCLA, number 15, Oregon State in Corvallis. To the Missouri Valley, uh, basically there's just one game left, and it's a blowout right now. Missouri State all over Western Illinois in the fourth quarter. But three games of consequence in the immediate area. It was South Dakota winning in Vermilion over uh, Youngstown State, the Coyotes are now 5-1 and one on the season, 34-31 the final. The undefeated Jackrabbits from South Dakota State, they win today over Northern Iowa and get to 5-0 uh, and oh on the season, sorry, 6-0 and oh on the season, 41-6 the final in Brookings and in Grand Forks, North Dakota upsets North Dakota State 49-24. Uh, to 24. The Fighting Hawks are now 5-2, and two, I believe, 5-2 and two on the season. That drops the Bison to 4-3. and three. And St. Thomas has their Pioneer League streak broken. They won 13 Pioneer League games in a row. They lose that streak today, losing at Drake 52-21. to 21. The Tommies fall to 4-3 and three on the season. What was that, uh, that first Big Ten score that you had? It was Illinois and Maryland. Uh, that is coming down to the wire. It is now three under three minutes to go. Maryland with a second down, now third down at about six mm. inside the Illinois 30. So now they have a chance to get a field goal. They're in, they should be in field goal range, but they do have a chance to get a touchdown, take the lead with just mere minutes to play. I think that might, I, yeah, I think that might be H Lake's like least favorite Big Ten school. Because they came in, and, I mean, the Gophers just stunk it up against Maryland a couple of years ago, and he's just going on this rant. And the only thing I can remember about it is, it's so good. So I will That's never. So it, I, I mean, I will. I don't know. I'll always kind of halfway be cheering for the Terps because it's Maryland. It. I, I'm gonna have to remember that for 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 so many years to come. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's on my hotkeys if you ever want to use it. And and by the way, uh, Illinois did stop Maryland. Uh, basically, they lost a couple yards. The Terps did. Now it's under two minutes to play. They are going for the field goal for the tie. The Terps trying to tie it up at twenty four in College Park. Okay, yeah, you know, we kind of got into this a little bit, guys, when going over the scores earlier. But just kind of the the changing landscape of college football, and. Just how, not necessarily pining for the old days. You can tell us that. That's that's a big one. Wow. So so wow. we have another Adstat update from College Park. It is now tied at 24, 91 seconds on the clock in Maryland. The Terps, again, trying to get bowl eligible. So uh, there we go, uh, Illinois and Maryland. It, the whole changing landscape of college football – it just it, – it lends itself – there are some parts – there are two things that I really loved. And number one is Maction. Like, people love the Mac. There was the um, – I wrote it down. I, I was watching it. And it was the onside kick. Did you guys see the onside kick today that Kent State tried to attempt to, to start the game? And Eastern Michigan just picked it off and returned it for touchdown? Like, they, they tried to start the game with an onside kick, and Eastern Michigan started, you know, returned it for a touchdown. But here's kind of where I'm going with this. We love Maction, and I love Pac-12 after dark. Like, there are two things in college football that y- you just enjoy. And I'm sad because of what we're seeing 
with college football changing, and, and I'm going to go to the Pac-12 because it's got a direct connection to the Big Ten with UCLA and USC coming to the Big Ten, and I, I understand why. But you want the TV market. I understand that's what they want. They want the, the second largest television market, and you've got the top market with you know Rutgers and New York. But we're just not going to see it like we did before. And some of these rivalries, you know, Washington, Washington State, you know, the, the Apple Bowl, and you got Oregon, Oregon State, you get you know, all of these. I, I feel it's going to, it's going to, it's going to lose its luster. I know the Pac 12 isn't a great football conference in recent history, but it just, it doesn't seem the same now with these conferences breaking up and how everything's shifting. I, I've said this before. I am sad for this. I am absolutely sad. I, I lived for a few years out in Washington State. You talk about, uh, by the way, it's the Apple Cup. Now, if, if you go out oh, there and sorry, say, yeah, Apple, Cup, Apple Bowl, they will throw you sorry, yeah. into the Puget My bad. Sound. My bad. Um, My the bad. Apple, but the I Apple, call it the Puget Sound. <laughs> the Puget Sound. So the Apple Cup between Washington and Washington State, the Civil War between Oregon and Oregon State, mm-hmm. you're going to lose – uh, USC versus Stanford. Um, you're going to lose some of these other other rivalries. Uh, they they said earlier this week in basketball terms that U- UCLA and Arizona are going to try to keep their annual deal going because that has become a very good rivalry on the West Coast. But I lived out in that area. I have friends that are Cougars. I have friends that are Huskies. I have people that I know, friends that are Sun Devils. Um, this is sad. This is not a good thing for – I understand you trying to, to brand and branch out, but there's there's something special about it. And, and I'm, I'm not one of those over-tradition – you know, four, 30 of the bowls can go away. 30 of the bowl games can just they just agree fall yeah off. agree the duke's mayo bowl or yeah. the pinstripe like no yeah the the fenway bowl and the pinstripe bowl pinstripe bowl, no, no, bowl no, no, yeah no. go away bye bye but there is some type of tradition that should stay and the regional aspect of this exactly it, it affects, regional it's going to affect all the other sports down the line thank you yes and i'm not a fan of this and I, you talk about uh, I'll say this point real quick. One score we did not get to that happened last night. We talk about Pac-12 after dark. Colorado and Stanford, and I was out enjoying myself. I one of the one of the TVs had the game on. Mm-hmm. I saw Colorado was pouring it on in the first half, up twenty nine nothing. I get home and I'm like, oh, I'll watch the rest of this. Uh, I saw I saw before I tuned in that Stanford had gotten gotten it back to 29-19. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll watch the rest of this. Stanford came back to win that game in double overtime. The largest comeback in the history of Stanford football, which is over 100 years old. Yeah. And the largest collapse in Colorado football history, which is over 100 years old. Even though the, these aren't your typical Pac-12 teams, that mattered. That mattered to Stanford. That mattered to Colorado. Colorado may not become bowl eligible now it, 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 in the has, second half of the season. Has the bloom come off the rose for Coach Prime in no, Colorado? No, 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 no. This it's it's been a successful season, but it could have been really successful if they got to a bowl game. And now they got to face the meat of their schedule, which is four ranked teams and Arizona, who gave USC their a run for their money last week. It's going to be tough for them to get not just one win but two. 
Stanford was an opportunity they missed out on it. But that's what makes it special. That's what makes Minnesota-Wisconsin special, Minnesota-Iowa special, that sort of stuff. Yeah, you mentioned the non-revenue sports, how it's going. People are thinking just about the football or the basketball. Yeah, it's baseball, softball, volleyball, track and field, cross-country, swimming. A lot of these non-revenue-generating sports are going to be put in a really tough spot because you've got to make the same travel, but you don't have the same budget. How does that work? And I... Yeah, it's one of the many frustrations that I have with big-time college sports. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap it up. Here, Chris, with Josh and JLo here in CCO. We've only got a couple of minutes left, and I want to get a couple more scores in. But first of all, let's hear from Jordan Majeski covering Gus Davis's 55-18 win over McAllister. In their first matchup since 2007, the Gustavus football team delivered a convincing 55-18 victory over McAllister to improve to 3-3 and overall and 2-2 two and two in the MIAC. Jay Breitbach posted his third 200-yard receiving game of the year, picking up 11 receptions for 209 yards and two touchdowns to lead the Gusty offense. Gustavus wasted little time to take a 7-0 lead as quarterback George Sandvin found Breitbach for a 60-yard touchdown pass on the third play of the opening drive. The Gussies took over on downs and scored on their second possession of the game as Walker Britz ran in a three-yard touchdown. McAllister blocked the extra point attempt and returned for a two-point score to get the Scots on the board. McAllister scored a touchdown before the end of the first quarter to bring the score to 13-10, but the Gussies responded with 21 second-quarter points as Sanvin, Matthew Carrion, and Riverwood each added a touchdown to bring the lead to 34-18 at the half. After a scoreless third, Gustavus scored three more touchdowns to close out the game as Breitbach, Woods, and Dom Matthews totaled the final three scores for the 55-18 final. The Gussies outgained the Scots 443-245 to in total yards, including a mark of 143-37 to in rushing yards, and controlled the pace of play with six more minutes of possession. Gustavus hosts St. John's, ranked number eight in the nation, next Saturday for a 1 p.m. kickoff at Hollingsworth Field. Thank you very much, Jordan. We appreciate her report. And uh, J-Lo, let's get uh, over to you for a couple of last segments. Yes, uh, Illinois kicks a last-second field goal to beat Maryland 27-24. Iowa is up midway through the fourth quarter, 12-6 over Wisconsin. You had Kansas, number 23 Kansas, falling at Oklahoma State, 39-32. And it looks like Tennessee is going to hold on to beat Texas A&M. All right, appreciate J-Lo and Josh. For those two, I'm Chris. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been Sports Saturday, Newstalk 830, WCCO. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.